welcome to another episode of Viatorian Voices Conversations on the Way. This is pre-associate Dan Masterton, and I've been your host for these episodes in the Boulder Dream series for ministerial formation. In each episode, I concluded the conversation by asking our guests what advice they had for Viatorians as we strive to accompany youth and young adults. To complete this series, I wanted to gather all the advice from each of our guests in one place to help our Viatorian community reflect on this central characteristic of our shared ministry. In our opening episode, veteran campus and youth minister Carrie Foster shared insights on youth leadership formation. Here's her advice. Don't be afraid to let kids do stuff, even if it feels like the stuff that you should do or is like traditionally never been done by kids before, especially if they're excited about it, yes. um, to figure out a way to walk with them in that. And maybe that means you have to channel their, help them channel their passion or whatever it is that they want to do into a way that fits within the overall goals and dimensions of your particular ministry in their particular place, but to really be open to that, I think, and to know that kids are coming with an earnest heart and a desire. They're approaching you with something. It means they're really like, this is important to them. Next, co-chairs of a nationwide group for high school campus ministers and theology teachers reflected on working with high schoolers. Elia Qualtier encouraged faithful mentorship of younger and newer ministers, and then here is the advice from Dr. Chris Miller. I would say most importantly, listen, 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 listen. I think sometimes as adults, we do way too much talking. I'm, I'm coming off of a, a two-week uh, class at Boston College in spiritual direction. And I would say, you know, number one is, is listen and be present. And a company, accompaniment is such a, you know, a loaded word, but I think at the end of the day, it really is what we need to be doing, you know, for, for with our young people is kind of the Emmaus story is, is walking alongside uh, young people, helping them to uh, explore their identity uh, and their relationship with, with God. Dr. Amy Catapan is a veteran teacher and works with teachers and educational ministers on renewal and spirituality to avoid burnout. She hopes teachers will find ways to pray. I think it's important for us to remember we are God's beloved sons and daughters, and he is well pleased with us that we have heeded his call, that we have accepted our role as servant leaders to care for his people. And he is not sending us into the classroom alone. It can feel like we're going into the classrooms, into the schools, into our parish work, you know, wherever we're at, it can feel like we're going in alone, but we're not. Jesus said he would send the advocate with us. We have this whole communion of saints who have worked in education, have worked with young people. They've walked this road before us. And I just try to keep in mind that they're like our cheerleaders in heaven. We're walking into our schools, we're walking into our classrooms, and they're cheering us on going, you got this. We're with you. We've been there before. And I mean, what a blessing to be able to remember that our work with young people is something that we are called to, and God is grateful we have answered that call. Michael Jordan Lasky has worked on a lot of service learning with young people. He encourages Viatorians to be intentional about creating meaningful opportunities and inviting young people into such learning. The work for justice is such a great piece of accompanying young people, right? Like I think a lot of the complaints sometimes from young people, it's like, what does the faith have to do with my life today? Like, how is this connected to like what I'm seeing? And or even I'm passionate about these social issues and what does the church have to say about that? And what are they doing about that? 
a lot. We just don't always, again, communicate that well or invite young people into those experiences well. But for me as like a high school kid, it was my parish youth ministry that was really kind of centered on service and theological reflection. So then talking about your experience in the context of our faith, in the context of scripture and sacramental life, like, why do we do this? What does this mean? How do we find our own vocations and what God is calling us within the context of work for justice? That's where the faith came alive for me. So I would say like in terms of evangelization, there's very little that's more powerful than that encounter on the margins, the reflection on that experience, and then moving toward working for systemic justice. Kayla Jacobs and Diana Marin serve Catholic Climate Covenant as mobilization managers for youth and young adults. Kayla hopes Viatorians will embrace intergenerational ministry, where adults and youth have a reciprocal cooperation as they work together. Climate crisis is huge and we need to take action now. Therefore, we can't be in silos. And so it has to be an intergenerational effort um, of people working together and being an actual community get together and not just the adults leading it and teaching the students or the students just doing their own thing. Like it needs to be intergenerational and we need the um, institutional support as well as the communal support. And so just like build that community and work together in an intergenerational way. I think the students would respond to that well. And then also the earth just like needs that kind of response because we, we need to take action. Veteran Youth Ministry Director Kim McMillan affirms Viatorians for making a place for youth. She hopes we will be a community that helps uphold the importance of making young people integral parts of our community's lives. I think our young people need help understanding that being a part of parish life is really integral to their continual faith development. High school is over in four years, so if kids are just connecting to their high school as their community of faith, when that's over, that's over. So how are we being intentional about bridging our young people into their parish community? Not because they need to be a donating active member of the parish, but because the parishes need the young people. The parishes need the life and the joy and uh, the faith life of our young people so how can the high school community be intentional about making sure our young people know that the parish is important to them as well? In episode seven, I shared some insights on effective retreat ministry with young people. I want to encourage all retreat planners and directors to strive for both hospitality that includes all participants, as well as substantial exploration of our faith and a relationship with Jesus. Don't feel like you have to water down the God content, the religion content, the focus on Christ and on community life and faith. I've seen retreat directors get so focused on inclusivity and hospitality, trying to make sure that non-Catholics and non-Christians feel comfortable, trying to make sure that students feel comfortable sharing things that are vulnerable and difficult to talk about, that they almost aren't willing to explore religious and spiritual questions. And I would say be careful of that because... Both can happen at once. They're not mutually exclusive. And in fact, good hospitality, good invitation, building a safe environment through things like trust of confidentiality, adults supporting youth leaders and being the true facilitators of conversations with their peers, presiders and celebrants who are attentive to young people's needs and sensitive to the way that they engage in their faith. All of these things just create a better, fuller, safer space for young people to explore those questions. Molly Mattingly drew on her great experience in music ministry and campus ministry 
to exhort us to value young people's experience, experience that is valuable and ever-growing. Take young people seriously. This one of the sort of maybe silly things that I say sometimes, but when, when I was in high school, I was the oldest I had ever been. When I was in college, I was the oldest I had ever been. I'm still the oldest I've ever been, and so are they. And I may have a little more experience, but they still have as much experience as they've ever had. And that's, that's worth honoring and letting them own. So yeah, I hope, I hope that we all can give everybody the, the best space that we can to encounter Christ and, and let them know that the experience they've had is valuable and it's not done yet. Father Brendan McAleer, CSC, is a priest of the Congregation of the Holy Cross, and he loves to share the stories of our faith. When people are hesitant to share their own story, he hopes we can invite them to further introspection and help them find a way to share. That's what our faith is. It's like, it's invitation, it's storytelling. This happened to me, this is my experience. And the more we know our own stories and articulate them, and it's not unimportant that we are engaging and interesting, you know, because sometimes, well, my story's not that interesting. Like, well, maybe you haven't done enough <laughs> reflections. Probably there's, there's something in there, you know? Even in the realm of vocations, it's like the more I would think about, like, we're all in vocations. The whole, you know, we all have vocations. It's all a call. It's helping people, whatever your state in life, to help them to know God, to know and to walk with, walk with Jesus. Like anything worth anything, it takes some skill. It takes some, like, acquiring some, some skill and comfortability and being challenged and reflecting on your own story. Author John Kyler wrote a great guide for faith communities seeking to improve their hospitality. He pointed to his former colleague, Father Dan Nolan, CSV, as an example of welcoming people and identifying their gifts. When I was in college, the rector of my dorm was, was a Viatorian priest, and he became a great spiritual mentor and a dear friend. I'm grateful for him and the ways that he showed me the importance of welcoming people for who they are, for naming those gifts, right? I was a young college kid who didn't know what the heck I was doing. But he's like, John, you play piano, right? You should play for mass. And I was like, well, if you say so, I'll give it a try. But he saw a gift and helped cultivate it. And he did that for me and for all of my classmates in the dorm. And I think that's the take home from this is how can we see people for who they are, see people for what they bring, and then empower them to run with it, to do it. In, in teaching, we've model coach fade. And I think that's what we do in ministry too. We model something like we model hospitality, we coach people through it, and then we back off and let them do it right? And live into it. And I'm grateful for Father Dan and the way he did that for me. I feel so blessed to have uh, known him and worked with him and learned from him and his, his Viatorian presence. Finally, Sister Debbie Borneman, SSCM, drew on her experience forming and accompanying vocation ministers. Sister Debbie invites Viatorians to be prayerful inviters of others as we model our Viatorian life for others who may desire to join us. So for Viatorians, first of all, I'd encourage you to look to your founder. He was fearless in proclaiming the gospel. We talk about things in our world today, but he was doing this during the French Revolution, during the reign of terror. Just even the word that the reign of terror that he was proclaiming the gospel. I don't think we have a reign of terror going on, but like be fearless like your founder. Not once did I read that he was concerned about the number of applicants. That was not his concern at all. He cared deeply for people and he worked tirelessly for youth. Those are your words. So follow them, be that. I encourage each person, whether they are a priest, a brother, a lay associate, a partner, a volunteer, someone on staff, 
each person to do the same. Be intentional in being known as someone who prays for vocations, invites others to become a part of the Viatorian family, and encourages each other in all of your vocations. I hope you enjoyed this series. We are grateful to all our guests, and we pray that all these kindred spirits and all of us Viatorians will be faithful and compassionate companions of youth as we serve God in our church. Remember, people are bolder when they dream they are doing God's work. To learn more about the Viatorians or invite vocational accompaniment, email us at vocations at viatorians.com or DM us on social media at ViatorianUSA. On behalf of Brother Peter and the Viatorian community, I'm pre-associate Dan Masterton. Venerable Louis Kerbs, inspire us. St. Vider, pray for us. Adored and loved be Jesus. Mm-hmm.